This is the Colorado Tech Weekly Podcast for Monday, April 18th, 2016. Colorado Tech Weekly is your source for the top 10 Colorado Tech news stories for the past week and the top 10 technology-related events for the upcoming week. I'm your host, Scott Pantel. This podcast is powered by your interest in the Colorado technology community. The best way to show your interest is by supporting the show through my Patreon page. That is at patreon.com slash Colorado Tech Weekly. You can also make a one-time donation on coloradotechweekly.com. That will be available for another few weeks, probably until I shut it down, because this is the last Colorado Tech Weekly podcast that I will record. Um, asked for some feedback last week about the podcast and about the blog posts, and I got a little bit back. Uh, the idea was that the podcasts are not as valuable as the blog posts. And I find doing the blog posts easier and more fun than doing the podcast. So this will be the last Colorado Tech Weekly podcast. It's a little bit bittersweet, um, but I enjoy the idea of stopping more than I don't like the idea of stopping. Uh, This week's title for the blog post said it was 30% more fun with Fun Robotics and this last Tech Weekly podcast. Um, I didn't do any show notes this week, so I'm basically just winging it, which means this will probably be the best podcast episode out of all of them. <laughs> um, so I realize I need to take myself a little bit less seriously. I need to have more fun with my programming, uh, with my blog posts, and just in general. Um, as I was making up my Tech Weekly post last night at work, I was watching Sword Art Online, which is a new anime I found on Netflix. Um, not a huge anime. Well, I guess I'm, I like anime. Uh, I just don't have a lot of experience watching it. Um, so basically the only ones I've been interested in are Ruby, uh, which is R-W-B-Y, which is a really fun and cool looking anime. And now watching uh, Sword Art Online, which has two seasons on Netflix. And it's a pretty cool thing. Um, also this weekend was the Ludum Dare competition. Uh, I was invited by a friend to do the Ludum Dare Jam. Uh, difference is the competition ends, well, the jam and the competition both start Friday night when they announce the theme. It's a completely online hackathon thing. Um, and then the competition has specific rules, and that ends Sunday night at 7. The game jam is basically just a free-for-all, more like a writing prompt for game making than anything. Um, and those submissions are due by 7 o'clock tonight. So after I finish doing this podcast, I will work on making two levels for my game, which is called Zorg's Crash Landing. Uh, the theme of Ludum Dare was shapeshifting. So my story is that Zorg the alien crash landed near the Tri-City Animal Hospital. Um, and his parts of his ship were scattered around the... Uh, animal, did I say hospital or shelter? Animal shelter. Um, anyways, his parts for his ship are scattered throughout the animal shelter and he has to go through and collect them. The only thing is there are dogs, cats, and mice in the animal shelter. And in order to get past them all, he has to pretend to be a dog, a cat, or a mouse to get through the levels. Uh, that's where the shapeshifting comes in. So I should have... Hopefully my two levels designed and done and all put together and on the interwebs by 7 o'clock tonight. 
Um, and if I don't have it done by then, then I will have it done later because it's a jam. It's just doing it for fun and I shouldn't really stress out about it. Let's see, other fun things. Um, if you don't know, my full-time job is working for a police department as a dispatcher. Uh, one of our jobs in dispatch is to keep track of all of the trespass notices throughout the city. Um, basically, if someone goes to a business or a house and the person says, you know, we don't want you there and they don't leave, uh, then they call the cops. We go out there. And if they say, we never want this person back here again, we actually want them to be arrested if they come back, then they have to get a trespass notice. And we keep track of those through this high-tech thing called binders. Yes, we take the physical trespass notice, we hole-punch it, we put it in a binder. We have three, like, two-inch binders that contain all these trespass notices, and it's kind of a pain in the butt to look them up. So what I did was make a web app in Ruby on Rails that allows uh, dispatchers and officers to more easily enter and look up trespass notices using the web app. Um, so I met with my bosses this morning. They liked it, uh, but they also said stuff like, wouldn't it be cool if it also did this? Uh, so I get to add this to it as well and figure out how to um, deploy it, how to implement it not only technology-wise, but within the department, which will, might be a struggle. Uh, and maintain it because I don't want to be there. You know, my idea is not to keep working there. My idea is to get a job as a developer relatively soon. So I'm not going to be around to maintain it. So I need to be able to instruct someone else who may not be technically savvy on how to maintain it, which I don't think should be too big of a deal, but it's going to be interesting to do. Um, that's not nearly as fun as making the app. That was fun. Uh, also, one more fun thing, um, I decided a few weeks ago one of my dream jobs would be to be a software developer for Sphero. Uh, they make the cool little ball robotic toys. Uh, they make a little BB-8 toy, which you can watch Star Wars with now, which we haven't done yet, which I really want to do. So since I want to work there, I uh, reached out on Twitter to some of the people who work there. And they said the best thing to do first would be to make a Sphere or learn how, at least how to make a Sphero app. So I had to go buy a Sphero. My family was very happy. Um, and I've been going through and reviewing each Sphero app I found on the Google Play Store. And I'm writing a entirely too long blog post that contains uh, every review there. Should, probably should break that up some. But... Um, I'm doing it more for me than for you. So look for that post soon. And then once I get done reviewing all those, um, which shouldn't be too long, I'll start playing with the Spark Labs app and the actual uh, coding languages they made up for the Sphero so that, one, I can learn how that works. Uh, and as a byproduct, I can make my daughter do programming, uh, which is awesome. And then I'll go ahead and start excuse me, go ahead and start developing my own Sphero app. So those are the fun things I've been doing. Uh, things that haven't been fun. Uh, this podcast has not been as fun as I thought it would be. I'm not saying I'm miserable doing it. I'm just saying uh, it takes up a lot more time. Uh, and it's not nearly as fun just reading my blog posts to you. I am completely open to doing a Colorado Tech podcast, or at least being part of a Colorado Tech podcast, maybe not being in charge of it, 
but I definitely would love to hang out with other people and talk about it. I think that's the thing. The biggest thing that's missing about this podcast, the thing that makes me not want to listen to it, is the fact that there's no one else talking except me. Um, the thing I enjoy about a lot of podcasts is that back and forth between co-hosts or the host and the guest. Um, from podcasts like The Nerdist, which is Chris Hardwick's um, famousness before he got real famous. When he interviews celebrities, it's just them hanging out somewhere talking, which is awesome. Or at least it sounds that way. Uh, Daily Tech News Show, another one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, Tom Merritt is the host. He has a different co-host every day um, and sometimes even a guest. And they talk and go back and forth. And it's just more fun to listen to more than one person talking. So if there is one other person who wants to do a tech podcast, maybe on a weekly or biweekly um yeah, every four weeks or two weeks, something like that. Maybe not every week. I don't know if I can do that. And you want a co-host or a guest, hit me up. I'd love to talk to you. Uh, other thing that has been fun is cable TV. Um, I actually do not remember the last time we changed the channel on our cable box. It's been on Root Sports since the day of Rocky's uh, opening day. Because no one has changed the channel. We've watched everything on Netflix. Um, we just recently got Amazon Prime. So I'd like to take more advantage of that. And so between Netflix and Amazon Prime and the fact that live sports have not been the priority lately, because, well, I'm blaming the avalanche on that one. Um, we're going to cancel our cable TV and we're going to watch t you know, TVs on the interwebs like the cool kids. So those are the things that have been fun and things that have been not fun. So let's move on to the headlines, which are mostly fun. Uh, first headline is about AVC and 9-watt-based spark fun fueling DIY fun, which is do-it-yourself fun. Uh, this was posted by the Denver Maker Fair. AVC is spark fun's automated vehicle competition. Um, spark fun, if you don't know, sells uh, components for makers. For they sell uh, like Arduinos, Raspberry Pis, and all the doodads that go along with them. So every year they do a automated vehicle competition um, where teams get together and make cool little robots and then compete with them. So this year the autonomous vehicle competition will be September 17th in Niwak, Colorado. And it looks like a pretty cool deal. So go check that out on my site or just go to denvermakerfair.com. Next up from Xconomy, they did a nice write-up on the University of Denver, our University of Denver's new cybersecurity program and how they're looking to bridge the cybersecurity skilled gap. Uh, Built in Colorado did their second post on their behind-the-scenes series. This time they talked about what it's like to be a developer at AutoPay. Um, AutoPay is a fairly new company. Uh, the vice president of software development is Kathy Keating. Uh, I found this out because when I tweeted about the story, she replied back saying how cool it was that I was promoting her team. Um, if you don't know Kathy Keating, go look her up on Twitter, at least. Uh, she's a great woman. She is involved in a lot of the women in tech events. Uh, she's a mentor and, a lot, and involved a lot in Go Code Colorado. So the idea of working for her sounds awesome. And if I had 
any confidence that I could do their uh, Java programming, I would apply to Autopay. So even though I'm not doing this podcast anymore, I'm still doing the Tech Weekly posts, and I look forward to reading more of those behind-the-scenes posts on Built-in Colorado. Uh, Built-in Colorado also wrote up a blog post with a few interviews about the lower funding in Colorado or in the Colorado Tech startup community uh, compared to last year. Uh, last year was kind of crazy. Uh, if I remember right, I had to find different words for growth because I was tired of using that all the time in my blog posts. So the fact that it's not growing as much as it was last year is not a bad thing. Um, it just means you know things can't continue on at that level, which makes total sense. So the blog, the uh, post talks about some of the different um, people in the startup community and how they're handling the slowdown. The way I look at it, if I'm starting a business, uh, my goal is to work towards getting more customers, um, not necessarily towards getting more funding. If I can show that I can get more customers even without all the funding I want, then that I believe that would look more um, appealing to investors when they are able to invest. So if you have a good idea and you have a good system set up, keep doing it, even though you're not getting in the... Uh, investments you want because if you continue to succeed or at least maintain where you are without the awesome cool funding then when the awesome cool funding comes around uh, you should be better primed to get that that's my advice from someone who started a business once and then shut it down two years later so take that with a grain of salt maybe uh next up innovation news reports that boulder-based visible Raised $1.5 in funding, so it's not completely not happening, the funding-wise. Uh, they also rebranded to Buzz, our brand Zuka. So Visible is now brand Zuka, which I actually like because the times when I've tried to search for Visible, which was V-I-S-I-B-L, uh, it would automatically autocorrect me to Visible with an E and take me to a whole bunch of things that have nothing to do with the company. So a more unique name like Branzuga sounds like a really cool idea. Also from Innovation News, Inglewood's Surrey Satellite and Boston's BridgeSat uh, partner to develop free space optical communication system. Uh, Surrey Satellite is actually headquartered in England, but their U.S. headquarters are in Inglewood. So check that out. From the Colorado Technology Association, uh, the CTA welcomed three new members to their board of directors. Those three new people are Francis Matthews, who is a enterprise sales unit executive at IBM. She actually has a passion for working with young people and also teaches high school level junior achievement courses, along with being a sales executive. So that's pretty cool. Then there's John Swearinga. I hope I said your name right, John. He's the executive vice president of operations at DISH which is doing a lot lately in Colorado, especially with their new office in Union Station or next Union Station. Uh, Robert Erweiler, who's the Executive Vice President and Chief Information Officer at Vail Resorts, which just initially I would not think as a um, big deal when it comes to technology, but I bet there's a lot of unique things that uh, Vail has to deal with just because of their location as well as their clientele. 
and what kind of information they're providing. So uh, welcome him to the board. And then actually those are the three. I thought there was more, but those are them. You can check out more about them on Colorado Tech Weekly. No, sorry. Well, you can find out about coloradotechweekly.com. Also, uh, the CTA website, which is coloradotechnology.org. Uh, the Denver Post wrote up an article about Colorado Springs and how they are focused on being the cybersecurity industry hub for the nation. Uh, that is their goal, uh, which makes a lot of sense considering all of the defense contractors and uh, military stuff that goes on around there. You know, NORAD was outside of Colorado Springs. It's now called something different, but I can't remember what it is. They track Santa and do all the other cool stuff. So Colorado Springs sounds like a good place to start for cybersecurity. Um, straight from the horse's mouth for the last two articles, uh, Home Advisor, which is based in Golden, releases Alexa Skill on Amazon Echo. This means you can talk to your Amazon Echo and um, find out how to get different contractors for different jobs in your house. I think I've said before, I'm a big fan of Home Advisor. I've used them for my house and uh, they seem pretty cool. And the last article we have is from Aero Electronics. Uh, Centennial-based Aero Electronics sponsored the regional first robotics competition, which is actually a really cool thing. Um, the first robotics competition is a mainly high school-based competition between teams. They get a uh, theme or a mission at the beginning of the year, and they have to build a robot that will do that, and then they compete um, every year. I actually took my daughter one time down to uh, DU's Magnus Arena, where they were hosting the first Robux competition. And I think it was that was a while ago. It was like four years ago. Uh, anyways, that one was uh, basketball shooting robots. So we got to go through and uh, see what all the teams have done. Uh, looks like a really cool thing, and I hope my daughter is involved in it when she's in high school. So that is it for the headlines for the last Colorado Tech Weekly podcast. Let's move on to the top upcoming events starting on Wednesday, April 20th, which is 420, which I don't really care about because there's other cool things going on, like the, I lost my place, uh, Data Science and Business Analytics Group is hosting a intro to TensorFlow machine learning system that'll be hosted at... We work in Denver. Next up, we have the Denver Visual Studios User Group. Uh, it's also meeting on Wednesday, April 20th. They're hosting a talk about HTML5 from scratch. So this is not the HTML5 user group, which talks about things that are not HTML5. This is about Visual Studios User Group talking about HTML5. If that makes any sense, uh, that'd be nice. Hosting that talk is Jesse Liberty. And it will be geared towards beginners. So if you haven't played with HTML5 yet, go check that out. Next up on Thursday, April 21st, the Colorado Technology Professionals. That's right, right? CTP. I was right. The Colorado Technology Professionals Group is hosting a Future of Technology expert panel discussion on Thursday, April 21st. This will definitely be somewhere. 
at the Lamar Street Center, but I'm not sure where that is. Uh, anyways, on the panel will be Judy Battenberg, Senior VP of Information Technology at STARS, uh, Alan Collop, CIO at Davida, Sherry Hammond, CIO at IQ Navigator, uh, Rob Meelan, CEO, CIO of Hunter Douglas, and the panel will be moderated by Mark Hughes. So definitely more um, IT-related than developer-related, but it looks like something cool to go check out. Uh, that actually, the Lamar Street Center is in Arvada, by the way. Next up on Thursday, April 21st, Learn to Code Colorado is hosting a Intro to JavaScript workshop at the Galvanize Platte in Denver. That's not the Golden Triangle original Galvanize. That's the one on Platte over by uh, downtownish. On the other side of the uh, Union Light Rail Station. So if you look at the Union Light Rail Station, or look at the Union Station from the Light Rail Station, and then you flip a 180 and go that way, that's where it is. I don't think you can walk straight across the um, fences and train tracks and such get in the way. Uh, next up on April 21st, Node.js Denver Boulder is hosting uh, Getting Down with Node.js, no surprise, and C and C++. Uh, this will be at Code Talent in Denver. And the talk will be by Matt Sprague, who is a former chemist turned freelance programmer. It sounds like a neat combination. Uh, after that, we'll move to the weekend. Uh, this weekend is DevOps Days Rockies, uh, which includes events on the 21st and the 22nd, so not quite to the weekend. We're talking Thursday and Friday. Uh, fortunately, it looks like um, things are sold out there, but there is a wait list if you want to go check that out and you haven't signed up already. Now we'll actually move to the weekend. On Saturday, April 23rd, SIGDA, which is the Colorado Independent Game Developers Association, is hosting the DU Arcade, a Colorado Games Expo. Uh, since it's called the DU Arcade, you will be not surprised to find out that it's hosted at the University of Denver. Uh, it's basically a way for DU students and other people involved in game making to show off their cool new games. Um, so if you have a game, then you can probably submit it for next year. And if you want to look at cool indie games, uh, go check that out. If I didn't already have plans, I would absolutely be there. Um, the whole weekend, April 23rd and 24th, a few different organizations are hosting the Intel Information... Uh, sorry, the Intel IoT Roadshow. Uh, IoT, again, stands for Internet of Things. This will also be, host, also be hosted at University of Denver. Uh, I found out it through the Tech Riot meetup group. Then our last two events on April 26th, which is Tuesday, which is also my anniversary. Uh, so I will not be going to any events on this day. The Boulder UIUX group is hosting Doubling Up, the Power of Pair Design. This will be hosted in Boulder at the Zio Group office. And the last event I will tell you about using my voice in this podcast is the Boulder Denver Mongo meetup. Uh, Mongo has to do with databases, not uh, the guy who gets candy grams and blazing saddles. Um, anyways, the Denver Mongo 
sorry, Boulder Denver Mongo Group is hosting Mongo mTools usage. This will be at Alterix in Broomfield. So that is it for the headlines. That is it for this episode, for the last episode of the Colorado Tech Weekly podcast. You can find everything discussed in this episode at coloradotechweekly.com. That is not going away. And that is also shared on Facebook every Monday morning at facebook.com slash Colorado Tech Weekly. That's also not going away. Uh, other places I share it, share my blog posts are, see, we have Facebook. We have um, LinkedIn, Google+. It's actually the only thing I do on Google+, is post these uh, blog posts. Uh, Twitter, of course, is where I post it the most. Um, on LinkedIn, I especially post it in the Regis Student Alumni Group. And the Colorado Technology Association group, because uh, both have both have been a big part of me learning and doing this. So if you want all of the Colorado Tech news all the time, continue following the blog. You can also follow me on Twitter at Scott Pantel, or if you just want the tech news and none of my other nonsense, which there should be more of, and it should be fun, uh, you can follow the Colorado Tech hashtag on Twitter. You can also find out what projects I'm working on, because since I'm not doing this podcast, I'll have more time to actually blog about them. You can find those projects at scottpantel.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening, and have a good week. All done.